0: Welcome back to the View, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co host and cohort, Victor Adams. You notice know, I did a shoulder shrug there, right? <laughs> I know, always when we're not doing a show in the right. middle of the day and you can't be there. I know.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sure <laughs> people are tired of me saying that, but I feel, you know, oh, that's it's one of those things. I got to feel like I, I do the best I can. And the awesome right. thing is the guy on deck hits the home runs. Every yeah, could so. just always here, and he's that's always right. got
0: something to say. So we're glad yeah. for that. That's right.
1: <laughs> so, man, how, how, how have you been? Good see man. In a few weeks. Yeah, we're all doing well, and you know, like I said, I know going into the sense of what's going on around the world, Omicron variant hit my household. I was negative, yeah. but everyone was positive, so I was kind of being the. The household servant for everybody, which I think they, they're still taking advantage of right now. There you go. Yeah. That's right. So, that was like two weeks ago. So yeah, that's
0: right. There is there's glory and suffering, right? That's right. <laughs> glory and service. I think
1: I, I think I got some kind of like benevolence, I guess maybe from there you go from prayers from other everybody else. So yeah, my family's doing well. So well,
0: I think yeah. you're with the rest about 99 percent of the world that's getting that. Yep. You know, it's it, I think we're all going to get it before it's all said and done. And you know, speaking of that, over the last few weeks, I've you know been promoting the retreat we were going to do here locally, yeah. and it was something you and I both were really excited about but as as this virus continues to spread there's a lot of issues with travel and flights and you know planes can't get crews and things i had a buddy of mine that was out in colorado skiing with like 12 people and his family and they're having to rent a car to get home because of planes and so a lot of guys that were coming here right. uh, for the retreat you know asked to be same thing you know happened. to yeah. cancel right. it and, and yeah. see if they could you know, get refunded, and if we would do it in their time. So, you know, through prayer, I just looked at it. We got down to very slim numbers, and I just said, you know what, we're going to we're gonna put it off. It's probably what the Lord is trying to show us right now and uh, put, you know, health and things like that first. And, guys, we're going to do it, I promise you, at some point. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we're going to do the one here in Memphis and then look to, you know, if we have great success in it, which I think we will, um, then we'll start looking at doing some around the country in different areas so that guys don't have to travel so far. But uh, I'm sorry about that having to cancel, but uh, we're going to do it, and this will give us time to even put some more thought and work into it to make sure that we give the best retreat that we possibly can. So um, that is canceled. Uh, everybody has been refunded that, that purchased. So if you haven't seen that yet, you can shoot an email over to justagainthepew.com, and we'll make sure that that's double-checked and taken care of. But thank you to all of you that signed up and showed interest in coming. I promise you we're going to have something down the road. Um, I want to talk about a few things, Victor. You know, we're getting here into 2022, and, uh, you know, I've, I've talked about how Angel and I decided to uh, add on to our house, and the mm-hmm. Lord has, you know, allowed us to be able to do that. Uh, so we're in the middle of building the studio. They're supposed to lay. The slab next week uh, for the floor, and and then start. Can I write you know, my initials in the slab? That's right, maybe so. That? Yeah, all right, good, right. Thank you. As long as there's not a heart and a that's J right, or anything, yeah. it's fine. But um, <laughs> but so it's you know once they get the slab up, they're gonna be able to frame it and run yeah. the electricity and all that stuff, and it shouldn't be long. Um, so I'm really excited about the studio because. You know, we're bringing in guests all the time to speak at our parish and things like that. We're going to have some in studio interviews. They're going to be awesome. Um, it's going to provide a place to do a lot of things we've been talking about. Deacon Jeff and I are going to start doing the Messy Catholic there. You and I are going to take the podcast, you know, video and audio. So, one of the things I really want to do this year is build a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, strictly because I, not for fame or any of that stuff, it's for getting what we're doing out there more. You know, so more people can see it more people are starting to watch more a lot of people like to watch things instead of just listen. um you know, so I want to give both those options. but two the the main goal of this is to get what we're doing out there so that we can do what I think that God's really called me to do, which is going to these parishes and starting men's groups and getting the word out about what we're doing to more places so that we have those opportunities to go build those life-changing men's groups so that these parishes, have men that are that are now stepping up and it mm-hmm. changes the whole face of the parish. And that's what I really believe God's called me to do. I love the podcast. I love all the things we're doing. We're going to continue to do that. But I believe that God uniquely has given me gifts to be able to go do that. And that's what I want to do. I, I don't I, I'm not as interested in speaking on big stages and all that. That's fine. Whatever to have me come speak to men's men's conferences. That that's that's great. I'm not saying that's not a good thing. But where our heart really is is starting these groups that will last and that fruit that will last. Mm-hmm. So part of what we're doing is we're trying to raise money right now because Angela and I, of course, it's on our home. So we we've scraped up the cash and got some loans to be able to build those things. But um, what we need now is the equipment. We need to outfit this stuff and we need lighting and we need cameras and we're going to need you know computers that are powerful enough to run three or four or five cameras. And so that's what I'm kind of asking for right now. If if there's anybody out there that wants to see all of this stuff come to fruition. You know, the, the podcasts go to video, a YouTube channel that grows where we can do all sorts of different things um, and, and more live streams and stuff like that. Then, you know, I just ask you to consider giving because like I said, it's going to cost us anywhere between twenty dollars and $30,000. And so we're trying to raise that in the ministry right now. That's kind of our focus is to be able to get that so that we can continue to get our reach out there and go and hit these parishes and start groups that will change the church, I'm hoping, because we're raising men up that are going to inspire their wives and their children, and then it's going to help the parish grow the way that our parish has grown right. um, since we've started our group. So, you know, just consider that humbly. I ask that if you want to give, if you found any sort of um, blessings or or um, help out of what we're doing, that you would consider, you know, giving us a donation to uh, just to get on the pew and to pew ministries. And you can do that at donorbox.org/pew. Every bit counts. It doesn't matter if it's five books or a hundred bucks or a thousand or whatever. Every little bit will help us reach our goal. And then we'll be able to continue to bring you even more content and more things that hopefully will help you grow in your spiritual life. So, speaking of those groups, you know, we've got a lot of that coming up. Um, We have booked all the way through May to at least two missions to parishes. You know, we're giving the three talks on the restored mission. Uh, It's all about restoring our identity, finding that personal relationship with Jesus, how important it is and who we are, not what the world says, but who God says we are, who he is, and what our purpose is, that's what all that's about. So I'm going to these places, I'm giving this retreat, and at every one of them so far, we've started a men's group, and those groups have 30, you know, 15, 45 men meeting, and I, I'm getting reports from them, and, and we're still talking, and I'm walking through with them about uh, how to continue to lead, and how to lead other men and grow, and so, they're doing well and and we want to continue to do that. So um, you know, we're gonna be in Minneapolis on January the 21st for a men's event up there. We're gonna be in uh, Dubuque, Iowa. We're gonna be in Kelso, Missouri, in Indiana. There's just a lot of different places we're going. Um, and you can look at uh, just a guy on the pew.com slash events and find that on the calendar. But if you're a guy out here that that is tired of doing life alone that wants to walk with other men that want to be the men God calls them to be, then do something with that desire. Reach out to your parish, reach out to your DRE or your pastor or someone there and talk about bringing us in. Let them know what we're doing and get them in contact with us so that we can come and help provide that. Maybe you're the guy that God's calling to lead it, and that's fine. We can help with all of that. You know, we can We can help give you the skills that you need. If you're a guy that's worried about it, then just let us know. And, and we can help you through all of that. So, again, you can go to justagoutinthepew.com slash uh, events. And at the bottom of that page, you can see book me. And and uh, that's the way to find us. So, anyway, now that all that's out of the way, I also want to do say one more thing that I forgot mm-hmm. about the narrow road. Guys, we continue every day to have more and more men sign up for the narrow road. And we're getting into more and more virtues. This month is temperance. Next month, I believe, is going to be obedience. We're continuing to grow in these different virtues. And we continue to have men share like what this is doing in their life. It's helping them build the habits and build their relationships the way they've wanted to all through growing in virtue. So if you're interested in that and you haven't given it a shot, you can get it for 50% off your first month by going to justagainthepew.com. And at the top, you'll see the narrow road and you can click it, join, and you're going to get access to the community and all the extra things that we do for the members there. So if you're a guy that's looking for that and, and ways to grow in your virtue and holiness through life, then Everyday Life, and you can go to our website there and find that. So speaking of that, Victor, you know, here we are in the second or third week here coming into of uh, the new year, going into 2022, and this is always the time that we're looking at for, um, for growing in our— Resetting. Yeah, and resetting, that. yeah, right. like our resolutions and all those things. And, you know, I started to look back at my last year. And, you know, one of the things that I had fallen off towards the end of the year was some of my habits. You know, I was still doing my narrow road, but I just, some of my piety had fallen off. So I wanted to look at doing something that might bring some of that back. And, you know, last year everybody said do Bible in the year. And you know me, man, like sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't do things just because everybody else is doing them. I'm not a rebel, really, but like sometimes I just take a stand on things. I knew it was a good thing, but honestly I had a lot of stuff I was doing in my life. And I didn't want to feel like I had to do one more thing. Well, some of that's cleared up, and, and I started to do it this year. And the other day, I was listening to day five. I've been going to 815 Mass and then sitting in there and listening to Bible in the ear afterwards in my earbuds as I am sitting from the tabernacle. And that day, Father Mike Schmitz was talking about Genesis and the descendants of Noah and Nimrod and all of these things. And he made a point in there about, you know, whether we're seeking ambition, selfish ambition, or excellence. And so it really, as I sat there pondering that, and I thought, man, that's a really good thought. Like how have I lived my life in the last few years? Have I have I sought to glorify myself, or have I sought to glorify God? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Is like who does my life glorify? And as we're at this point of our life, we can look back at the previous year, and really take like, okay, what what did I do with my life? You know, you know, were accolades that were achieved mine, or were they for God? Or you know, how have I lived my life? Who am I really trying to seek to glorify myself or God? And in everything, in my work, in my relationships, in my pastimes, in my conversations, in my interactions, in my ministry, you know, like, and that's not just for me, but for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. who is, why do I do the things I do? Is it for him or for me? And, you know, we really need to take a hard look at this and see, you know, the way that I live, because it's it, its what evidence is this, right? You can look back at all of that, and you'll find a trace of, and you should be able to say, like, man, I really... 2021 was really about me Mm -hmm. you know it was really about my glory and my promotion and my you know gain of wealth and power and influence and all those things or everything that i did i tried to give my very best to living for god and and so um you know that's the thing there's really only those two choices we're either giving him glory or we're giving it to ourselves
1: well and what you're saying is like ambition you know ambition is kind of a word that can be uh, for good or for for like the family, right? To mm-hmm. help the family, improve the family situation, whatever, you know. Um, you know, we all may have stories where our families, when we are growing up, may have not had enough things that we wanted. You sure. know what I'm saying? And that can be a positive motivator, and that can also be a negative motivator, right? Yeah. To where you accumulate, you know, things rather than give things also. Um, and like what you're talking about is like, who does my life glorify? You know, I sure. think it's one of those things where, it's great to, to have that goal set for the year but also like you were saying every day we may do some things that kind of like contradict our piety or where we want to be but that's the thing about the christian life is that we can't i mean be honest i'm not on it all the time yeah you know, i'm not bad oh, none of us are i know it's are. Right. Right, right. so <laughs> so there's always gonna be something i miss there's always gonna be somewhere selfishness kind of weaves its way into a conversation or whether being at work whether being at family you know, doing something that you want to be received, an accolade, you know, mm-hmm. like a little reward, like, here's your cookie. Well, thank sure. you, that's all I wanted, you know, I want recognition, you know? And sometimes we can kind of go beyond that to where we kind of damage friendships or relationships because we just, like, blow up on them. Sure. You know? like, you know, I've done this, I've done this, and you never said thank you, whatever. Um, but the thing is, we have to internalize it going, you know what, they may not be thanking me, but God is really Pleased with what I'm doing. Sure. So, and and we have to be careful about that.
0: And that's that's the reason you know why we always talk about God has to be first in your life. He has to be the center of your life. If you look at the narrow road, the first week you spend is with God and that virtue. Because like if you don't get that right, you don't get anything else right. Because if you're not putting God at the center of your life, you're most likely putting yourself at the center of your life. And so. You know, really there are only two ways in which we strive for glory. And Father Mike did a great job of pointing those out. It's it's either ambition or excellence. And look, ambition can be a good thing too. Like if my ambition is to be a saint, that's a good thing. That's sure. striving for excellence when in that regard. you're sacrificing your own
1: thoughts or right. your own, your own um, needs, I guess you say, or right. self-wants. It's yep. when,
0: when your ambition becomes self selfish ambition right. is when we have a problem. And you know, most of the time, if you truly look at ambition... The ambitions we have are oftentimes to suit ourselves or to give ourselves greater glory. I mm. mean, if you really look at a lot of things, I want to. I want this promotion. Is it so you can better serve God, or is it because you have you know a higher salary and better benefits and a company car or and beat out all this those things? Or
1: yeah, yeah. Or I can't stand this guy. I'll beat them out. You know, sure. I want that job. Right.
0: right. Or I want to be picked for this project right. because then I'm the one that's going to be successful with all these right. things. Like. You know, everything, like, I want to be the best at what I do as far as a sport or something like that because I'll get the recognition or the fame. Now, granted, you can want to be good at a sport or something just because you love it. I'm not right. saying that. Again, it's selfish ambition. But most of the time, that's what glorifies us. And we can look, you know, back at Scripture and see where, you know, there's been people in Scripture that have done this. I mean, one, the Pharisees, you know, they... Um, they sought fame and fortune and prestige for themselves. You know they use God's word and law to gain power for their own glory, basically. And you know you can look back to the to the scripture where you know the the Pharisee and the tax collector are praying, and he's sitting there like thanking "God, that he's not him," mm-hmm. right, and thinking about how good he is. And you know, as we look through, that's why Jesus called them hypocrites so much, is because he knew that he they were using his father's word and, and his teachings and his laws to glorify themselves, to make themselves powerful and rich. And, and he knew it was wrong. And that's why so many verses in the Bible, he goes on a tirade for a couple chapters, yeah. basically ridiculing the, the Pharisees it was because of these decisions and the and the the use wasn't for God. It wasn't to glorify well, God, it was to glorify themselves. They,
1: they, did, they had limited humility. Because mm-hmm. they, they didn't take his words to heart. They're going, you know, maybe I need to look more about himself. They're like, how dare he do that to me? Sure, He embarrassed me and shamed me in front of all these people because they know who I am. You know, yeah. the Pharisees had a certain dress. You know, they, they were had sure. a high office. So guess what? If if someone's talking bad about somebody, all those people that aren't are going to look at that person going, how's he reacting to this? You yeah, know? and so you feel that 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 uh, uniformative shame that's kind of dwelling on on the Pharisees. Sure. So they're going to get mad, right? And th- and they start plotting to kill him from that point. Well, and heart. that's
0: that's what happens. Like yeah. when we're when we're letting ourselves be ruled by selfish ambition and we're we're seeking to glorify ourselves, is when somebody threatens to take some of that glory and some of that oh. away. It's a it's a it's a knife right into our pride, right? And so there's that anger and that reaction, and I'm owed something. Well, who do they think they are stealing from me, right. and I'll taking my fame, and right. all of those things? And it's like that's not what we're supposed to be doing with our life. We're supposed to be giving everything that we do to God. You know, as a we receive blessings, and we're supposed to give those blessings as best we can back to glorify God. And so, you know, Father Mike was talking about. In scripture, you know, the, like I said in the beginning, the descendants of Noah in Genesis, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's chapter 10 and 11, 12 in that area, and he talks about Nimrod, which is always funny to say yeah. that cuz I'm young enough to or old enough to remember people calling each other that like right. calling him an idiot or stupid or whatever. But in the scriptures, I mean Nimrod was like it says he's a mighty hunter before the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, he was like the first of his kind, this mighty warrior and he became a king, and he, he became part of his kingdom was was Babel, mm-hmm. right? Which um, his people built the Tower of Babylon. And, and the thing was, the Lord gave him all these gifts. You know, as it said, he was this great hunter, and it says that he went before the Lord. And a lot of times, we can read that to mean like he went to honor God. But, uh, you know, Father Mike was talking about how that means that like he actually went and put himself before the Lord in a lot of ways. And because of that he had this sort of ruthless ambition to conquer and to to rule and all of these things, you, you know, they decided to to build this tower. I mean, that ambition was passed along to the his people around him. you know, and oftentimes we don't think about that. We think, well, how I act and how I feel and my ambition doesn't affect anybody else but me. No, like we're we influence the people around us. And so Nimrod's ambition and all this ruthless, like, I want power and I want, to be this ruler and he used all of that. And so the gifts that God gave him to glorify God and to, you know, strive for excellence, he started to try to amass his own power and all this strength and he used his gifts to try to have control of all these things and just that ruthless ambition for power kind of, you know, sent them all down this terrible path. In fact, you know, we can be this way when we let ourselves and our lives be governed by our own ambitions. Uh, It doesn't it didn't just affect him. It affected the people around him as I said And you know, there's a verse in genesis in that part that kind of speaks to this it says um, Then they said come let us build us ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens and let us make a name for ourselves Otherwise, we shall be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth The problem here is not them wanting to build a tower. That's not a big deal like that's okay but when they start saying and let us make a name for ourselves. Right. Then it does not It becomes about themselves instead of God. Right? They're seeking to glorify God, and this is when they got into trouble. And as you know, Bab- Babel becomes Babylon, and all these things down the road that were all started by this selfish ambition, and they forgot to strive for excellence, which is glorifying God. So, you know, you look at this, and I've got a quote from Saint, uh, from uh, C.S. Lewis about this too. And he says, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures, fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us, like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. And this is what happens when we start to seek our own ambition. We walk away from the joy and the infinite joy that God offers us right all the things that we usually have ambitions for if we're giving proper glory to God a lot of those things he's probably going to bless us with but it's when we take those things that are good desires and our selfish ambition turns them into things that glorify ourselves is when we get in trouble in a lot of serious trouble and so you know the the other part of this I said there's two ways to glorify yourself is excellence you know and excellence glorifies God Father Mike said in that uh, episode, I'm going to quote him, he said, true excellence is a relentless pursuit to be the disciple God calls us to be. Uh, you know, this is the other thing he said. Pursuing who we are made to be is excellence. Being that person well gives glory to God. So here's the thing. Like if we're not seeking ourselves and we're seeking the Lord and we're seeking to be everything that he calls us to be, then we're going to be a good father. We're going to be a good husband. We're going to be a good employee. There's going to be things that he blesses us with, right? Right. I was in a lot of situations before I quit my job that I didn't really enjoy. And in those situations, I was worried about you know, having a big house, having a big car, having a nice this and that, having plenty of money to buy what I wanted, and I wasn't happy. It wasn't until I left that and went into ministry and made hardly nothing for a very long time, right. and just said, Lord, like all I want is to glorify you, is when he started really blessing my life. But we have it opposite, and we think that if we force our selfish desires on ourselves the world and everybody else and put them before gods and we're really going to be happy but that's not the case you know mother Teresa even said god doesn't call you to be successful he calls you to be faithful and that's what we're talking about here a lot of times our ambition can lead us to just try to it's all about success and what we can amass here on all of those things and when we do that again it takes our eyes off of god and what real happiness and what true excellence is is that relentless pursuit of what god wants in our life not what we want Right. Well, the thing is, what you're talking about also is is the recklessness of what
1: selfishness can destroy our our, our lives and people around us. We can isolate ourselves so much with friendships damage, Like I said, I'll um, revisit this damaged relationships because we're allowing our selfish ambition to take control of of and ignoring what God is wanting us to do. Sure. You know, the will of God is always something for me. It's always something I'll try to keep daily aspect of of aspiration to to make sure I'm focused on it. But I can't always do that because sometimes I'm not clicked in. Sure. And when you're not clicked into it, you don't. You may miss an opportunity to to bless somebody and for that person that in turn bless you.
0: Sure, and so, I mean, excellence is biblical. Mm-hmm. That's the thing we need to remember. You can look in there and you can find all sorts of people in the Bible that were living to glorify God. And there's plenty of verses like Jeremiah 9, 23, 24. Thus says the Lord, do not let the wise boast in their wisdom. Do not let the mighty boast. Um, excuse me, do not let the mighty boast in their might. Do not let the wealthy boast in their wealth. But let those who boast boast in this, that they understand and know me, that I am the Lord and I act with steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For these things I delight. Right? So that's talking about don't boast on yourself. Mm -hmm. Worry about glorifying me. 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Matthew 6.33, but strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Finally, Colossians 3.23, whatever your task, put yourself into it as done for the Lord and not for your masters. Everything in Scripture points us towards glorifying God, not ourselves. That's what true excellence is. That's what we need to be pursuing in our life, not ambition. And if you look at those examples, you look at Job, which he was also talking about as he goes into talking about Abram, Abram, uh, who will become Abraham in in the uh, Bible in a year. Job's this guy that is doing nothing but glorifying the Lord, right? He he's like the the most um, amazing servant of the Lord on the earth, and that's why the devil wants to torture him and see if he can get him to turn from God. We look at the greatest example we have of excellence in glorifying God, which is Jesus Himself. He says time and time again, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. "I'm here to serve my Father. I'm here to do my Father's will, right? Um, I'm here to do everything He commands me." Everything that he did, all the suffering he went through, no matter what was thrown at him, he did because he knew that his purpose was to glorify his father. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're supposed to do as men. So, as we look back at our life over the last year, you know, there's always, always like to talk about how tos and what we can do here to start saying, well, John, I, I don't know. How do I know if I glorified myself or not? Or how do I change it if I think I did? Like, well, how you discern, you know, who I'm bringing glory to is really. Asking yourself a couple of questions, you know, one, who do I seek to honor by my actions? Everything I do in my life, whether it's brushing my teeth or my job or my interactions with people, who do I seek to honor by my actions every day? Keeping that in the forefront of your mind Two: what are my reasons for doing everything I do in my life? You know, the things that I do are the reasons because I'm seeking glory for myself because I want that promotion or I want this or I want that. And Again, those things aren't bad if we're glorifying God through them. But again, what, am I, you know, what are my reasons for doing everything in my life? Three, does my life center around my wants and needs or God's? When I wake up every day, you know, am I looking to get what I want or to fulfill what he wants of me in my life and my part to play in this plan of salvation? If I can say that I'm doing things for me, then that's where we need to start changing. We need to start looking at those things and, and asking God in our life, what do you want from me, mm-hmm. right? Reveal your will to me. Um, whose will do I seek when I, to follow when I wake up every day? That's one of the reasons I pray, Lord, let your will be done. Show me your will so that I can do it in my life and I can set my will aside. C.S. Lewis says, Submit to death, death of your ambitions and favorite wishes every day and death of your whole body in the end. Submit with every fiber of your being and you will find eternal life. Keep nothing back. Nothing that you have not given away will really be yours. Nothing in you that has not died will ever be raised from the dead. Look to Christ and you will find him, and with him everything else thrown in. Guys, listen to that. If we're seeking excellence in God, then everything else that we're really probably seeking in our heart is going to be thrown in because God is going to honor and he's going to bless those that are glorifying him. So this is what we need to do and seek in our life every day. It's not our selfish ambitions as we've talked about here, but excellence in God. So guys, I hear that music. Moving forward, let's take a good look at who is glorified by our lives. Is it ourselves through our own ambitions or God through pursuing excellence? So let's take it to prayer in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, the world tells us that we should seek only our desires and glorify ourselves. The culture pushes a man towards worldly ambition instead of biblical excellence. Help us to see that we will never be truly happy until we start to seek your will in our lives. And Father, whenever we find ourselves buying into the lies of the world and seeking our own glory, remind us that true happiness comes from seeking excellence by glorifying you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.